Welcome to the Cash Management Group Podcast, where we swing open the boardroom doors to share our conversations with Canada's top CEOs, analysts, investment bankers, and market movers. Now, for the top stories and intel from House Street to Bay Street, here's your host, Andrew Johns. It's Friday, June the 5th, and what a week it's been. Yesterday, we just finished talking about the record high levels of cash in the big banks, the big commercial banks here in Canada, record high levels of cash, and claims on uh, insolvency, insolvency claims have been going down. All this happening in a time of complete uncertainty and a global pandemic that we haven't seen since the uh, Span Spanish flu or the Spanish plague. So today, the employment numbers came out and these, these were just as astonishing as the numbers we saw yesterday. And I wanna talk about these because I think it's really compelling. And I think we need to look past the data and ask ourselves why these numbers came out the way they did. So first of all, let's talk about the US market. US unemployment data came out comparing the May numbers versus April. And in uh, April, the unemployment rate federally was at 14.7%. It was expected to go up to 20%, but it went down to 13.3. Okay, let's put this in perspective. A gain of 2.5 million jobs is obviously a, a phenomenal number. When we put it in context, of the near 30 million jobs have been lost since uh, COVID-19 hit the shores of New York. Uh, this number is still, the unemployment number is still far higher than it was uh, during the financial crisis of 2008. Let's jump to the Canadian side. Now the Canadian numbers were just as astonishing as the US ones. And it's probably a reason why the equity markets are up so much today. They're actually just crashing through new levels. We're at 27,000 points in the Dow right now. The TSX is up at new levels that we haven't seen since pre-COVID-19. So let's dive into the Canadian numbers. Now, unemployment rate had been rising, of course, in Canada, just like in the United States. And then the employment rate in May rose by 290,000 jobs. Analysts were expecting that number to be a minus 500,000 jobs, but it actually went up by 290,000 jobs. Now, where it gets really confusing here in Canada, of course, is that Stats Canada has been confusing all of us with this breakdown between unemployment related to COVID-19 and unemployment not related to COVID-19. Now they seem to be taking the uh, related to COVID-19 into the category of unrelated to COVID-19 and mixing it all back together to come up with a new number. So here's the part that's really interesting. We have rising employment, 290,000 new jobs in the month of May and rising unemployment rate. Kind of try and figure that math out. So now we've seen unemployment rates in Canada collectively about 13.7%. So that's the number that includes both the COVID related and COVID unrelated. We think, again, I wish Stats Canada would do a better job of making this simple for all of us. So as I said, I wanna make sure that we look past the data and ask ourselves, why is the market, equity markets, getting so excited about this? And I actually think the equity markets are way overbought right now. We do know that there were high levels of short positions in the market that were published last week. So we think there could be a lot of short covering that's happening right now. I think there's a lot of people who are a bit delusional with how bad the economy is going to get. So let's ask ourselves, what is an average business owner going to think about laying off their employee versus keeping them employed? Because I think this is a key factor in what's driving employment up right now in Canada. And keep in mind, most businesses are nowhere near back, near back to their full capacity that they were before. Many businesses still aren't open for business. 
So first of all, we got to remind ourselves that there's been a, a massive amount of money pumped into the system, both in Canada and the United States, $3 trillion in the United States. And of course, the big uh, stimulus package in the United States was their PPP, their uh, payroll protection plan, which provided companies in the United States with a, a big flood of money right up front to keep their employees employed. So let's drill this down into a real life scenario of a typical business owner. So let's say you've got a business owner that is a res restaurateur or owns a manufacturing facility and they've got an employee working for them right now that is being paid $45,000 a year. Not a high salaried employee, but definitely well off of the minimum wage standard. The government of Canada will pay that employer's wages for their employee at a 75% wage subsidy as long as they qualify for the Canada Emergency Wage Subsidy Program, the CEWS. Most employers do. So let's drill down into those numbers and see how that looks like from the mindset of an employer. And I think this is gonna drive home why we're seeing employment numbers go up right now. So you've got an employee who's earning $45,000 a year, but the employer is only having to pay 25% of the employee's wages. So $45,000 times 25% takes you to $11,250 a year for that employee. Let's assume that that employee has two weeks of statutory holidays and two weeks of vacation. So let's assume they're working a 48, hour, a 48 week period out of 52 weeks in the year. So we take 11,250 divided by 48. That means that employee is only costing the employer $234 a week. Now let's assume a standard work week of 40 hours a week. We take $234 a week divided by 40 hours and that takes you down to $5.86 an hour. If I'm an employer and I have any sense that my business is gonna have any kind of recovery, even if it's 50%, and I know I can get away with basically co my cost of labor is $5.86 an hour, there's a lot I can get done for that wage. Here's the problem. This can't go on forever. It's basically turning the entire public sector and private sector all into government paid employees. This money has to come from somewhere. It's gonna eventually come from tax dollars. So when the CEWS runs out, the question I'm gonna ask you is where are employers gonna go at that point? Because if I'm an employer and I can pay my employees $5.86 an hour right now, but come September when CEWS runs out, that employee's now gonna cost me 15 to $20 an hour, I'm gonna think twice about whether I'm gonna keep them on my payroll. So I think the more important question to ask is will these employment numbers continue to rise or even level off after the CEWS is pulled? And I think the answer is no way. So we're going to see what happens in the months of June, July and August. CEWS is planned to run out in August. I think that'll be the telltale sign as we go into the fall. We'll have more updates for you next week. Thanks for listening.